I was talking with a friend of mine. Sent a woman at from the nosebleeds. We're back again. Vince Lobiondo, Seamus Doyle, Patrick O'Leary. What up? What up? What's up, Pat? What's up? Good to see you, Pat. Taylor behind the glass. What's going on, Taylor? I hope the uh, pre-show is as good as the show. Uh, there's not a chance it'll be the good. Vibes as are good. great in this room. But yesterday, <laughs> as a pre-show right boy, the pre-show was decent, and I think we can dedicate like the last like ten minutes of the show to talking about what we were yeah, talking a little, about. A little peek. But we covered so many topics in the pre-show, and to be I, a fly on the wall for that conversation, to be a fly yeah, really. on the wall would be it, w- it would be incredible. Now, Patrick, yesterday you don't remember, but I saw you. You didn't see me, <laughs> but I went to uh, Barnaby's in the in, in Havertown, which mm-hmm. is a great fine establishment. The Barnaby's in Havertown by the Wawa. Uh, it's not near a Wawa, no, but it's, I wish. it's I you wish. know what's odd about this Barnaby's? It is right. It shares a parking lot basically with a, a car wash, and it's bizarre to me because the car wash is right there, and they have like ten guys working on the car, and it's like, does it really take that many people to clean a goddamn car? But anyway, so that's it's it's near the uh, car wash. Yeah. <laughs> the vibes so, are real official in this room today, by the way, for everyone at home. Uh, Seamus is in in just a, a very Good looking get up over here. I, I'm in a Pat, I'm in a jacket. I'm in a a, a button up shirt, purple. and I'm in. It's a very pronounced purple shirt. It's a very. Yeah. Yeah. It is it's for Kobe. It, it's not for Kobe. Uh, <laughs> oh, Laker fan. I didn't oh, know. Oh, big yeah, Laker know, fan. Right? Yeah, I love Kobe. Laker. No, but anyway, <laughs> I really don't give a damn about Kobe. I like. I hope he rests in peace. But like, I was never a huge fan of his. I don't know. Whatever. That's, that's He's fair. a great guy. Seamus just had a rival. Had an interview at a rival pizza shop today, so he went. Uh, no, that is not true for my employer. <laughs> Because I know they listen like extensively, <laughs> but um, that's not true. But anyway, I went to Barnaby's. I watched the Eagles game with mm-hmm. Pat. Now Pat's one of these guys that, if he drinks, like if like he's a type of guy where you can go out have lunch with him. He has two beers. It's all good. It's all normal. Everything's fine. He can he can do that. He can go to a bar, have two drinks, and leave without wanting more. Okay, but when he really turns it on. This dude can drink like, like a fish, like 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 a fish he can drink. So yesterday was one of those days. He's with his boys. We're with some of our friends and females there. We're having a good time. We're watching the Eagles game, right? Every goddamn play, I've noticed, this guy stands up, and, and we're outside, like under a tent because, uh, you know, social distancing, I guess. But there's TVs out there. We're watching the game. And every single time a play happens, he stands up and screams... <laughs> About what the hell is going on, and it it's really rela- that's relatable. It yeah. really took me back to the days when going to sporting events was a thing, yeah. and it was good. It was Patrick had a great time yesterday. I had a great time, and it's always a fun time at Barnaby's. I was hoping they could hear me, but uh, no. I, well, I heard you like on my way to Barnaby's. Yeah, like Makes I was sense. I was in my Uber and I heard Pat screaming, <laughs> and and it was that's when I knew that it was going to be a good time. Yeah, and then when I thought we were going to leave, he kept ordering more buckets of. A Bud Light, and I was like, "Oh, maybe he's asking for the check." Uh, yeah, can I get one more Bud Light bucket? And I was like, "Well, who the hell's drinking all this?" How many buckets did we do? <sighs> we did. It's about to be a shocking number. Four buckets of Bud Light and four buckets of Tweez. Tweez. Okay. I like how he calls it Tweez. You are Philadelphia. No, fucking bro. Well, no, here, dude. That you? is like I feel like that is like no one from Philadelphia calls them tweez. We call them tees. No, they call them tees. But I feel like Northeast Philadelphia people in particular enjoy twisted tees like heavily. I, speaking for myself, that's like one of the only things I drink. 
Well, and you're Exhibit A, but I'm just saying, like, Northeast Philly in general. Like, think about the kids you grew up with. Think about the, yeah. the kids that we know. They love Twisted Tea. How did this start? Uh, well, I don't know. How did what start? You know how easy it is to drink tea? <laughs> Are you talking about Twisted Tea? Like the conversation? No, like the concentrated area of North Philadelphia. Oh, Loving North, North, well, specific. specifically Northeast Philadelphia. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I don't know honestly. That's a good question. Oh, by the way, um, Rudy Giuliani's in Northeast Philadelphia today. The the president's lawyer, which I got confused because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it to the show today because there might be a presidential motorcade. Why wore the suit? Because they were saying, oh, the, Trump's having a rally in Northeast Philly today, and I'm like, oh shit. Well, that's dangerously close. Where? To, well. So the story is, there's supposed to be an Italians for Trump rally with Rudy Giuliani <laughs> down, in, down in South Philly for Columbus Day. and Perfect on brand. Right? Shout out to that campaign. Right? And, and, and it turns out that the people that were hosting the event said, yeah, we're not going to do this anymore. On the day of the event, they were like, yeah, we don't want to like... Because I think the quote was like, too much like comes with a Trump rally. Like meaning like there's going to be... There may be riots and shit like that, and racism probably. And we've seen the uh, statue supporters. Yes. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah. So it's people Model that citizens. Ill. Although, so Rudy, I guess, was notified um, like when he got to Philly because he went straight to South Philly and he stopped at Marconi Plaza to pay tribute to the Columbus statue that isn't there anymore. The whole thing was bizarre. So then it got moved to like the the Republican uh, headquarters in Northeast Philly. Wherever the hell it Where is. Where is that? I don't know, but they posted the street. One of the reporters... I thought he was just claiming Northeast Philadelphia <laughs> as a Republican headquarters. No, although if you look at some of these lawn signs, yeah, it, no. it is pretty pretty telling yeah. about who the hell they're voting for here. So, I mean, I don't know. So that's that's what happened there. Rudy's in Northeast Philly, but they were labeling it as a Trump rally. So I was like, I, like how am I going to get here? If there's going to be a presidential motorcade, I don't want to get involved in that. I don't want to deal with that. And of course, Trump would be the one to ruin my ruin my <laughs> night. Like that just makes too much sense. But anyway, it didn't happen. It's just his lawyer who's by the way, have you ever seen an interview with this guy, Giuliani? Yeah, he can't stop coughing. He d I, I was <laughs> going to say that. He did an interview on Fox on uh, on the uh, State News or whatever the hell it's Fox News and he was talking and he was like, "Yeah, COVID, yeah, it's all. It's just <laughs> it's just a flu." As he's coughing, like literally can't stop coughing during the course of the interview. And I was like, "Well, that's bad optics, my friend. That's really bad optics." He's saying basically the whole thing's a hoax. It, it, by not saying it like he said it, but he didn't really say it, if that makes sense. Meanwhile, he's dying. And yeah, that's just the whole thing. By the way, if Chris Christie can beat this fucking virus, <laughs> I, I think we're I think anybody can. I think anybody can. <laughs> him and if him and Trump somehow beat it in like days. Like well, I, they probably got the special. Honestly, when treatment. I saw that Chris oh, yeah. Christie was going into the hospital with the Rona, I was like, Well, this guy's gonna die. Well, that's a, like, right, that's a death sentence. Like for someone his age and his size. Yeah. <laughs> That should be a death like, sentence, honestly. Like, I really thought about Harry Callis, like, say, I, you know, he's out of here in, in Harry's <laughs> voice. Pretty much. <laughs> and, like, you know what's really sad? Chris Christie is like a diehard Springsteen fan. <laughs> Which is, that, that is what's sad. No, no, it's extremely that's sad priceless. because here's the thing. Bruce Springsteen fucking hates Chris Christie <laughs> because Bruce Springsteen hates Republicans. So this guy, like, loves uh, Bruce Springsteen. 
and like he invited them to like his like fucking inauguration for governor or some dumb <laughs> shit like that <laughs> and was shocked when he said no and then Christie hires a Springsteen cover band to perform instead. <laughs> you know what they're called? The B Street Band. And I was like, well, that's just fucking sad, dude. He probably could have got Ted Nugent and the guy that sings Devil Went Down to Georgia. What the hell is his Charlie name? Daniel. Charlie Daniels. May he rest in peace. That guy was a lunatic towards the end. Great fiddle Did you ever player. check his Facebook, his uh, Twitter? I don't even know who he is. Uh, the, uh, the Devil Went Down to Georgia. Georgia looking, looking for a soul to steal. Never heard that song? Never heard that song. You never heard that song? By no. the way, the intro was Tom Petty. Don't do, don't do me like that. I've never heard that song either. And Vince looked like, what the hell is this? You've never heard that song. No. Can you Dude, name? Wait, 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 wait. Can you name culture. a Tom Petty song? Uh, he doesn't. No. Wait. <laughs> uh, come uh, on. Free falling. Right. I knew he was gonna say Can, fucking free right, falling. One more. <laughs> That's it. That's you should. All right, hold on. Before we move again. on, you have to be able, like, as as a, as a person with a pulse and ears. <laughs> uh, you were born in 19, what, 98, 99, 97? 99. All right, 99. Oh, right. God, you're 99. Well, at least it was pre 9 11, <laughs> so that's a good thing. But uh, <laughs> he was born he was born pre 9 11, so that's fine. It means he remembers it, right? So you should know, like, it, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot here. I'm just trying to, like, pick your brain. Because no, I like obviously. Being, I like being put on the spot. Well, obviously, I don't like to be put on the spot because <laughs> it's not my thing like I thrive I, I don't like being put on the spot because I just don't like it but Vince you were born in 99 right yep all right Tom Petty was very relevant even when you were born I would say mm -hmm. so for you to only name all right a Super Bowl he did do a Super Bowl one of the best Super Bowl halftime shows ever yeah, no Bruno Mars. Uh, that sucked. Uh, first of all, I mean, he's like, he did Grenade or whatever the hell it is, and everybody cried. But, like, that's fine. <laughs> Don't think that's how it went. But, all right, can you name two more uh, uh, Petty songs? No. You really can't. Think for one okay, second. So, let me tell you, there, mi if, there might be some songs you could play for me, and I'd be like, okay, I know this, but I don't know that any other song about that Tom Does Petty. American Girl ring a bell? Okay, yeah. It's like I didn't know All he right. sang that. American Girl, uh, with, uh, Free Fallen, he already mentioned. Yes. Uh, the Waiting. Did you ever hear The Waiting? The Waiting is the hardest part. Nope. That one. Nope. Uh, what else? Uh, there's like 10 other you're ones. You're so bad. You, no, you're so bad. How the I hell is he going to know? Song. He didn't that's even know fucking Don't song. Do I'm Me Like saying. That. I'm just saying. It's my favorite petty song. Dude, that's an obscure petty song. I know, but it's my favorite and one. And it's also a bad song. Like, okay, you can fuck off. Well, that's when he was on the heroin. When he was on heroin, it was bad. Oh, it was Mary bad Jane's content. Last Dance? Yeah, how do you not know? Last Dance of Mary Jane. One more time to kill the pain. I've never gone out of my way to learn to fly. Or learn to fly. I like how Taylor just Googled it real I quick. Did, and he was yeah. like, hey, I found one. Um, I found it. No, Learning to fly. Doesn't ring a bell. It's a great song, but he ain't got wings. I don't even know what that means, but... Whatever. Look, man, I've never went out of my way to listen to this music. What about, hold on, there's like, there's got to be a couple other ones that are just like, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Uh, You've had to heard of this in like a Macy's or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is more like a Kohl's one. Like, you're shopping at Kohl's, and you can't find the Nike shoes that you want. <laughs> but it's okay, because Tom <laughs> Petty's playing. Nothing. Hold on. Oh, play it for a little bit. Down a dirty road. You singing definitely <laughs> isn't helping. <laughs> All right, listen. Study. If he doesn't know at this point, yeah. oh, I yeah, can no, really I get down it. with some Tom Petty, man. I can tell. I Except love, man, I love I Tom Petty. To it all night. I don't like Tom Petty more than Bruce, though, obviously. He's definitely better than Bruce. I want to talk about one more thing, though, music-related. Right. We talked about the Super... And this is sports-related, so you should be proud of me. We talked about halftime shows, right, Taylor? Wait, hold on real quick. All right, real quick. You know quick. this song. Why does this sound familiar? Well, uh, 
Walk back, back down. down. I've heard okay. this. So he does know more. Do you want to know yeah. where? That's fine. Okay, I have a very obscure reference to make here. All right. Do you guys remember the movie? Long time ago, animated movie, mid two thousands. Absolutely not. <laughs> Something, something with the barnyard, with the with the oh, animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know <laughs> which one you're talking about. Yep. Uh, I don't remember I, what it's called, but I know exactly fuck, what, what is it called. What the hell is it about? An uh, animated no, no, petting zoo like, with Naruto or no, something? No, it's a farm. <laughs> it's a f- what? It's a Naruto goes movie. to a petting zoo. No, it's a DreamWorks well, I think, movie. I think, me. yeah, it's a DreamWorks movie. It's back to the uh, barnyard or something. Yeah, like back that. to the barnyard. The first time I ever heard that song was in in a in a scene from that movie. Shit, you not? What? That's that song was in it. So the plot of the movie. Spoiler alert. For a very obscure <laughs> oh, DreamWorks, oh. Movie. it's just called Barnyard. Um, Is the, the it? De- mm. in the beginning, you know, uh, the, I think the, the second the, one's back. The, the father part. cow, who's kind of like he's the father of the main character, who's also a cow. He's like in charge of the farm, and they're they're fighting. They're trying to go off against these coyotes who come to the farm, and you know they kill. Sounds like a bad acid. They trip, kill the animals. Basically, is what it sounds but, like. But uh, the dad. The dad cow goes up to the till and he's like waiting for the coyotes to come right. so he can fight them off. And that song's playing while he fights them and then he dies. Learning to fly was pl- like, no, 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 no. I won't back down. Oh, I won't back. Now I hate uh, Tom Petty now because why would he give the rights to a shitty, to a shitty movie up. like that? Here's a good, uh, you were talking about like, what were you saying? This has to do with sports halftime I, I show? I was going to say like, like the best Super Bowl halftime shows. Of course, I have to say Springsteen, right? Because I thought sure. that, I thought that was great. I honestly did. All right? I have. But the Rolling Stones did one. I thought it was great. I mean, I was. You don't remember that? They were so old. Yeah, Seamus, I, mean, I wasn't was trolling okay. when I said like, Bruno great. Mars was actually very good. I mean, whatever. Yeah, in recent memory, Bruno Mars. He's probably the best one recently. I, I would probably go with Prince. Personally. Prince had a great one. Yeah, yeah. here's a good. Who do you think had the best? Uh, and this doesn't even have to be necessarily in just a Super Bowl. It could be in other sporting events. The best uh, national anthem ever. Because I think it's easily Definitely Whitney Houston. Fergie. It's Whitney Houston. I, have a, cu- not I actually have, a, I, I have a couple. Whitney Houston Super Bowl national anthem is the best. I actually like... Considering she's the greatest vocalist of all time. Let's talk about it. Who the hell was Jose Feliciano when he was given all that shit at Wrigley Field for doing the national anthem like electric with an electric guitar? Guys, how did we miss? What? The best national anthem singer. Who? Son of Harry Callis. Oh, well. well I mean, that's, hey, hey, listen. Baby. That's understood, Taylor. I mean, everybody knows that Kane Callis. <laughs> What's understood? Uh, the, the wannabe opera singer whose father was a fucking Phillies announcer. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, he Pat, is the greatest singer ever. That's Pat reference. That Fergie one a couple years ago was. That was brutal. Atrocious. No, that, that was, was bad. Atrocious. I mean, Billy Joel did the national anthem a couple times at Super Bowls, and I thought that was pretty cool. You know who's actually very good? The uh, the Army vet that sings the Sixers games. Yes. He's amazing. Yes. He what about the, what about very the, powerful voice. What about the, the kid, the, the blind kid at the Eagles games? He used to do it. Uh, he's I got an Irish him. name. Timmy Kelly, I think his name is. I don't think I ever heard him. That's he's just really the good. Most obscure Irish name you could throw right. well, ass, The fact it? that you guys don't know who that is is really telling to me. But whatever. Same, oh, yeah. You said right, the same dude. thing about Harry right. Calvin. <laughs> yeah. Well, because have you ever been to an opening day? Like, yes, and I right. don't remember. Well, Kane Callis, you heard Dan Baker's goddamn voice say, ladies and gentlemen, Kane Callis. And then everybody went crazy. They were like, who the hell's that? But uh, and then he sung like he, like he thought he was in an opera theater and it was all right it was fine. The best is after Harry died though he would like stand next to his dad's statue and I was like that's kind of, it, it's weird to me like looking at that is just bizarre. Well, like like when my dad dies he's probably not gonna have a statue but like if he I did I would never visit it like because that's just that's weird to well, me. Well you don't want to be there too much I guess. 
I just think it's <laughs> I think it's bizarre. I think it's creepy, honestly. Anyway, you want to uh, do some sports real quick before we <laughs> inevitably get back to? I uh, kind of want to talk about like how the Eagles like shit the bed again, but like well, also to be honest, I don't. I actually thought they played pretty well. Yeah, they did. They, they but listen. I'm at the point now, where, like where your team, like at the bottom, like on the scoreboard next week, it's going to say Philadelphia one and three and one. Yeah, like that is that is comical. It is hilarious, and I hope they lose out. Like, I mean, I really hope they lose out. So Carson Wentz didn't play too bad. Uh, he, the two picks were not his fault. Uh, yeah, the first one, fucking first of all, before I even touch on it, because this is due to with Ertz. Zach Ertz is, is dog shit this year. But he Whoa. also like didn't get targeted like the entire first six half. Times. He, six times the whole game tr- he got one. He had one Fol- catch for six Fulgham, That's Peterson's fault. Fulgham has more yards in two games than Ertz has all year already. Ertz just looks he look it's not about the targets. If it you is though in watch a way. the game. Watch the games though. If you look and follow Ertz, he looks like he's kind of disinterested half the time. You know why he's disinterested? Because the head coach doesn't want to throw him the goddamn ball. Right, That's but you fair. when you show no effort, you're not gonna get the ball. Well, maybe he's not showing effort because he doesn't care anymore. Well then stop being then you're not going to get the ball. Don't be a drama queen. All right. Well, I well, just I think, I think I think he needs to Carson like, threw that pick because of Ertz. Ertz did get bumped on his route, so at the least, I think it should have been a penalty. But Zach gave up on the route and didn't finish running it. All and right. That's why I, I mean, I don't curved. think like the entire problem with the Eagles is Zach Ertz. Seamus, when did I say that? I th- I'm just saying like you could pick on anybody, but Seamus, why, why would you was, pick on the guy that's literally not being helped at all by his head coach? That was my first point. I'm just saying like. Whatever. I think a big issue he with Ertz right he hasn't now been playing good. is uh-huh. that Howie doesn't want to pay him. And you, you, obviously, everybody knows they got into that. Don't argument. pay him then. Who cares? Let no, him, no, let I him agree. Go. But no, hold on. So, in the beginning of the year, it seemed like, honestly, they were going to start throwing a Goddard more and start to slowly phase Ertz out of the offense, which they started to do, and then Goddard got hurt. So, when that happened, they wanted him to jump right back in and be number one, and I don't think he was fully interested in it. I don't think he's fully invested in it. There's two ways you can look at it. A, this is the Eagles' fault for not giving him the deal he wanted, so he's playing with less heart. Mm -hmm. Or you could look at it as, okay, thank God we didn't give this dude fucking George Kittle money, because look at the way he's playing. Oh, I agree with that. Uh, but the other pick that Carson threw was late in the game. It was basically a punt. He just bombed it on fourth down yeah. late in the game. So really, those two turnovers were not his fault. He looked good with uh, as far as when he got hit in the pocket, like holding on to the ball, thank mm-hmm. God. Which is It's just a goddamn shame that I have to talk about him finally showing some pocket protection in his fifth year. But at the same time, you also want to see him throw some more stuff right. away like that. Fulgham looked... Where did where the fuck has this dude been? Yeah. The first Eagles receiver since Jeremy Macklin in 2015 to have t- more than 10 receptions at 150 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was dominant. Like He it, really was. He was, was, was getting open. He was getting open. He was making catches over dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, Carson actually looked like he trusted You know what him. I'm afraid with this Fulgham guy? Or however the hell you call it? That it's going to be just a like that it's just It's just like, yeah, exactly. And I have a feeling that that's what it's going to be. I, ho- be. I hope I'm wrong. But I like, hope you're wrong, too. But, like, not just with the Eagles, but with every single Philly sports team right now, it's like, right. I can't get excited about anybody. Well, let me tell you why. About anybody This is why it's going to be a flash in the pan, because either next week or the following week, the Eagles are going to reincorporate mm-hmm. Deshaun and Alshon back into the offense. And Howie is the kind of guy that, again... He's kind of prideful when it comes to people he signs or drafts. So he's going to be like, dude, I gave Alshon Jeffrey this huge fucking deal. You better get him in that offense over. Well, this yeah, guy. I mean, he's going to. I mean, obviously, the Alshon's going to be uh, utilized more than this right, guy. Even he's not though, gonna, this guy's not going to start. Right. I. I mean, as of right now, I want him next week to be wide receiver one. That performance, he just if he and if he. And if I he don't know that that's going to happen though. It probably won't because they're going to put Alshon. I don't think Alshon is worth a damn anymore. No, and Deshaun not. Jackson can't stay on the field. I'm pretty sure he's missed like. 
I don't want to get the number wrong, like 16 out of his last like 22 games. It's something like that. Like but some, speaking something of ridiculous. Eagles wide receivers, did you see that catch yesterday by Aguilar? Oh, yeah. That, I mean, come on. Dude, like, that was like... What is it about? Like, pe- of course. Former Eagles, dude. Like, I mean, he's not having a great year, but he wouldn't do that if he was on the Eagles. Not at all. And let's, look at, let's talk about our defense, and let's talk about Jim Schwartz, because speaking of players that have left the Eagles and gone on to succeed... I think Jim Schwartz sucks. Sidney Sydney Jones... Mm-hmm. And this isn't like a this isn't like a coveted title to win, but he won Defensive Player of the Week for Jacksonville yeah. after an interception and four deflections, and he couldn't even do a single thing in our defense. Like it's an indictment on Jim Schwartz at this point. And totally, I'm tired of uh, Doug gets in the press conference and defends Jim Schwartz by saying he helped this team win a championship. Bro, it's it's that's done. But the thing that, that means nothing. All right, that's over. And but like right, well, at the same time, but what do, what do you expect him to say? No, I, I agree. He can't just throw him under the bus, but. I'm, like that's his. Coach. You're gonna piss your fan base off when you're still referencing the Super Bowl f- that happened. I four. think being one and three and one is gonna piss them off enough, and I, I don't think he's really thinking about the fans at this point. I, still no, first I, place. The the Eagles did. What did you say? Still in first place. Oh well, that's really riveting. No, no we're not. The Dallas is now. They Dallas won. Is, yeah. Dallas beat the Giants. Oh, well, we were in first. By place. By the way, <laughs> I, I was talking to Pat on the on the, on the ride in. That sounds so official. Hey, on the ride in. I don't know. That's what like radio people say. I feel like, and I hate when they say that. They're like, "Hey, on the ride in today, I was discussing this." But anyway, that's what happened. Today's true. I was discussing uh, how when Dak Prescott like did whatever the hell he did, blew open his ankle or whatever the hell he did last he night. He broke his ankle pretty bad. You would think this guy got murdered, at, at, like or got hit by a bus and died. Like like by the reaction on Twitter, I thought it was a little absurd. Honestly, I really thought it was absurd the reaction, and I thought it was ridiculous. Well, Seriously, I'm gonna and, be on- and like nobody wants anybody to get hurt, and obviously I feel bad for the guy. But when you have like a city, like skyline, dedicated to hey, keep your head up, Dak, I think like well, you're overreacting. Seamus, I think the just I think the bit. reason more so is because he's like been through a lot mentally this year with his brother killing right, himself. I get it, dude. But like at the same time, the, the way people were talking about him, you, I you would think if you didn't see that, you would think he died in in, in a car wreck. Is basically like like you would like I think they overreacted a, a little bit. Just trying to keep his spirits up. That's pretty good. He's and meanwhile is a multimillionaire. I think on this like same well, kind of he hasn't signed his second contract. Well, right. not yet, and now he's probably not going to get half as much as he even wanted. So that was a part of it. Yeah. So nah. Seamus on the same page. A couple years back when Gordon Hayward had that bad injury, one of the funniest tweets ever. I think it was Dwight Howard tweeted a picture of uh, Gordon Hayward and it was like, God carry him now? Or something yeah, like that. Like, <laughs> like, what is with this, like, what is with these athletes, like, getting injured and, like, like, like acting yeah, like they died? I don't know what sports media published this, but it was a quote from Gordon Hayward, this playoffs, where he was hurt, but he was coming back, and the quote was like, something to the extent of, I don't care if I'm 100% and, like, the team needs me and I'm gonna come back. And someone photoshopped his face on this graphic into a fully uniformed soldier in a wheelchair. <laughs> that is that is bizarre to me. I mean, that is just fucking bizarre. Like, what is that? That's like, you're mentally ill at that point if you do something like that. I believe but, that was a meme. I, I hope. No, it was yeah. 100% a meme. I hope it was. Yeah. All right, yeah. good. Okay. But the fact that somebody, like, shared it is just Someone bizarre. got me then. But anyway, uh, so the Eagles, I think they showed some fight. I still don't think this team is worth anything. I, they're going to lose next week, in my opinion. I mean, the Ravens are really good, and they beat the shit out of bad teams. Like To be fair, I also thought that they were going to get like absolutely wrecked this week. Like yeah, I actually thought that. That's why it's sort of like uh, a, a positive, I Like, when guess. you're in the fourth quarter, and you're like, hey, we still have a chance against the Steelers right. My only Pittsburgh. thing is when you let 
Chase Claypool score four touchdowns, yeah. and uh, you get four. I had, po- am I the points? only one that had no idea who the hell that was? He's a rookie. There, nobody knew who he was. I had nobody no idea who, who this guy was. 38 points by the Steelers' offense is like really, really scary when you have to face one of the best and offenses he's in the league too. next week. I think he's Canadian. I think he's from like British Columbia or something. All, Nate Gary also no not no not him well i'm, I'm just oh this, you're moving yeah. on we're, we're, yeah <laughs> i usually kind of let you talk in the background oh thanks man <laughs> i'm kidding but uh no we're Nate, a really cohesive unit is yeah. what we are Nate Gary, he actually had a good really game, bad. dude. No, what? He had a great game, dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is Jim Schwartz. Wait. We were just shitting on him. He fucking had Gary covering him. Is Did it, you see? Wait, is it Nate Gary or Nate Jerry? Gary. Gary. Did you see the one play? Are the, you sure? On the last touchdown, yeah. it's Gary. The, the one play on the All last right. touchdown he had where Ben Roethlisberger goes up up to the line and literally starts pointing and going, oh, look, Nate Gary's on him. I'm going to throw it to him. I'm going to throw it to you go across. He's literally pointing the route that he wants the guy to run. And Claypool's like, oh, okay, cool. He changed the play just to throw it to Claypool because he was being covered I by mean, Gary. I mean, in all fairness, Went big, right into the fucking big, ben, <laughs> big Ben and Chase Claypool could have walked up to the line of scrimmage and like said, hey, Nate, come here. <laughs> this is exactly That's the route we're going to run. Yeah, they could have been like, hey, hey, listen, here's he, what's going to happen. And he would have beat him. And yeah. he still oh, would have beat him. Yeah. That's, That's how that's fucking bad he is. That's pretty much basically what, he, what they did. So, yeah. I, I think he's just nervous, and he's just been nervous for the past, what, year? So maybe that's the problem. He's got to get on some like anti-anxiety meds, and he'll be all right. Just like what we said about what the hell's his name, the basketball player, Fultz. Oh, yeah. That's what everybody thought. He was so nervous. Speaking, speaking of basketball, good transition, Seamus. I'm the king of segues. You are. The Los Angeles Lakers won their 17th championship last night. And, and 17 total people care. Personally, I don't care about the Lakers, but my boy LeBron got it done. His fourth ring, his fourth finals MVP. I put that the game, player I put that game on for like a minute. I watched a minute of it, well, and in, I saw them up by like 30, yeah. and I was like, all right. In well. all fairness, that game was boring because it was a blowout. Game five, however, was one of the best finals games I've ever watched. And uh, again, it just goes to show how dumb the Sixers are because Jimmy Butler played fucking outstanding in the finals. He was mm. the second player ever to lead his team in points, rebounds, and assists. The first was LeBron, I believe, in 2018. But Jimmy played out of his mind, and yeah, that's the that's the Sixers. We don't need that guy. Yeah, you kind of hate to see that if you're a Sixers fan. I loved to see it, honestly. I love, I love it, too. Because Why? I want the front office to get embarrassed. I, yeah. They deserve I, it. I don't hate anything else more in life than the, the Philadelphia 76. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather be doing Well, I would agree with you on that. Yeah. They, the Sixers front office deserved to look as dumb as they yeah. looked during yes. that series. And I was hoping that that would spurn something, and then you'd see a bunch of people today get fired. I knew it wasn't going to happen, but in the back Are of my head, I was like, me, maybe, dude? just maybe. They're not going to fire any of these clowns anytime soon. I really don't think so, but uh, they should. Oh, they 100. They question. should burn the thing to the ground. I'll never. I mean, I just saw a tweet um, this morning where the tweet from uh, Woj come, came out, and he was like, "Oh, they're firing Brett Brown. It's expected to be a look further into the front office. There's expected to be a lot of upheaval in Philly um, this year. It's been 49 days since that tweet, and they haven't done shit with the front office. All right, so that just goes to show that a <laughs> that they like don't he, give a shit. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have tweeted that. By the way. That's but, what he was yeah. told by a source yeah. in the Sixers organization. I can't really shit on his sources, but I exactly. mean... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they were wrong, I would say. 
Unless uh, tomorrow, like everybody gets fired. Like I it, wish. Like what if they fire? Got what if they fire somebody. like <laughs> like everybody except for like uh, the the front office people? Like they fire like uh, like uh, ticket sales people. They're like, hey, you're gone. But Josh uh, Harris wanted they, to. They probably yeah. Josh wanted Harris to. wanted to yeah. during COVID. That's yeah. what he he wanted to lay everybody <laughs> off because he was like, I don't feel like paying these people if they're not doing work. It's like, dude, you're a fucking billionaire. Get yeah. over yourself and that pay was, the people. Uh, that what was are they like going to do in New Orleans when the the Pelicans owner wanted to do the same thing, and yeah. Zion Williamson was like yes. stepping up to pay yes. employees. It's like, dude, this nineteen year old on a rookie deal is going to step up and pay instead mm-hmm. of this billionaire owner. Like, it's scumbag. I, I loved when that started happening, honestly, because yeah. all the owners just look like complete and total right. scumbags. Well, uh, they are. I mean, no, they like, are. They are. They like, are. They, no, hundred like, percent, they are. I think that we could like genuinely say that most NBA owners are scumbags. But I know, Jimmy, but it doesn't get put on blast so, enough. Yeah. Jimmy well, Donald, Donald Sterling, I mean, when he got interviewed by Anderson Cooper, that was pretty amazing. That was that's one of the most unintentionally funny that things was, ever. No, oh, God. That was that was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's got AIDS. When, no, he didn't say it like that. He said, and I quote, he's got the AIDS. He said, the AIDS. Big Magic Johnson. Oh, God. What has he ever done? Hey, listen. Hey, Big Magic Johnson. Well, what has he ever done? He's got AIDS. He's got the AIDS. Well, thanks. Like, uh, as if no, nobody... and then Cooper was like, well, he doesn't have full-blown AIDS. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like, he could have just said, well, he does other things, too. Like, like Magic Johnson doesn't just have AIDS, and then that's it. Like, he does other things. And the Barbara Walters interview with uh, V. Stiviano. Oh, that was even better. V. Stivia, by the way, V. Stiviano, we were just talking about my preferences. I like V. Stiviano. I really do. Smooth transition. I have it, <laughs> I, I have it bad for V. Stiviano. Oh, is it horny if already? she's still alive. I mean, I haven't she, heard. She, yes, she's living like a normal person now. Well, since he can, he's dead, right? No. No, he's, he's not. Still, like, why do people like that get to live forever? Like, I don't understand that. He's stupid rich. To. He's a piece of shit. And he's stupid rich. Oh, God. Donald Sterling, like, I'm going to go home today and watch that interview. His punishment was getting $2 billion for the Clippers. That is that is absurd. See, that's Colton's team. God damn it. Did he like, okay. did he, did he like uh, Donald uh, uh, Sterling? I hope not. I don't think so. <laughs> that, that, honestly, like, that was probably, like, the best interview of all time. The Wait, best. which one? Uh, not, not the V. Stiviano one. The, the, Anderson uh, Cooper. The, the yeah. Cooper and uh, Sterling one. That was awesome. By the way, like what makes it even better is you have Cooper, who's a gay man, interviewing this guy. <laughs> and, and he's like, it's just like, you can tell he hates gay people too. He he's hates, just old white and doesn't hates, even know anything. So and poor Anderson Cooper's got to interview this guy that hates gay people, hates black people, hates basically anybody that isn't white. Meanwhile, V. Stiviano is what? Half black. Half sure. black. Yeah. So, like, there you go. Like, that's just absurd to me. The whole thing, the whole Donald Sterling thing is amazing to me. Five years later. Oh, God. I forgot about him for a while, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. But these, these like, those interviews, like, I love, like, cringy interviews. That Like, I could sit on YouTube for hour and hours and just watch cringy uniforms. What do you uh, love more, uh, that or 9-11 documentaries? I'm, <laughs> dude, I watched some 9-11 shit last night. I'm like concerned for your mental health at this point. Well, because I just find it so like he perseverates on things when he gets interested in them. He just doesn't. I don't know what that stop. means. <laughs> perseverates is Take that a Saint Joe's prep word? Clues. <laughs> think about it. Perseverates. Yes, that sounds almost sexual. When you're interested, 
It, it sounds it extremely close. You, you get aroused it sounds, by 9-11 No, I, I don't get aroused by 9-11 conspiracies. is when you just constantly are like obsessed with something. But it's not even like and that. You, it's, it's not like that. You've it's been watching no, but, them no, no, for no, a month. Well, blame YouTube, dude. It says recommended. What am I going to do? Oh, yeah, I'm not interested in that. No, it's recommended. It knows what I want to watch. Because it's designed to make you addicted. Well, I'm not addicted. I mean, I, I have a full time job. I do other things and I, I just happen to like be not obsessed, but fascinated by 9-11. And like me and my friend, <laughs> me and my friend yesterday, uh, uh, Baylog, we were, oh, to, I, I, th I think it was with this, this kid, Jack Baylog. He's our friend. He's a great guy. Is he your friend? No, but he's interested in, he's interested <laughs> in producing this, the, the show, by the way. But I said, no, I'm sorry. We have a producer. We, they want to keep him around, whatever. So no, I'm kidding. But so we were, we were talking about 9-11, right? And he was like, hey, listen, I think it was Baylog. I kind of forgot. I th I'm it pretty was sure either Baylog It was either Baylog or Tanner. Yeah. E either way. Oh, you have a friend named Tanner? Well, yeah, he's my not my friend. College, yeah. I I I'm not a big fan of his. But they're that's, like, that's they not love their, each other. No, I think we they might be gay either. I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> I think he's would you, would you watch a 9-11 documentary with him? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but That's one of these you know. two guys here, Vince, listen to this. One of these two guys brought up, they were like, Vince, let me get you back in here. Like, well, I, I want your reaction to this because they were like, think about it. It's an office building. They say there was like 50,000 people between the two towers and they're working. It's like somebody was definitely like, like there's a chance that somebody was having an affair. Like when all that shit went down, like, <laughs> like having some office sex when all that shit happened. And like, I can't get that out of my mind now. <laughs> like, like somebody's like ruining their marriage Wasn't and all of a sudden. like eight in the morning, right? Robert, well, Robert Patterson ish, was there. Yeah, yeah, but dude, like I'm, dude. That's a bit early for. I don't know, dude. Sometimes you, that's you prime like fidelity <laughs> fucking I don't know, dude. Some, sometimes that's prime time. And think about it. If they're already working <laughs> at, at eight, eight o'clock in the morning, a lot of those financial people get there like four or five in the morning. They're Wall Street people. So they're all cooked up. They're all yeah, up they're, all yeah. hours. They're, so they're probably, they probably like just stayed there all so night. In other words, it's probably like midday for them by the time that happens. Okay. Ish. Because they've been up <laughs> for a while. So I'm just thinking to myself. A guy is like trying to like have sex, and and he sees. I wonder what an, that's like. And he sees an airplane coming towards him, and he's like, "Oh, well, what do you do? You pump fast. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you gotta finish. Like, you have to finish, right? Like, if 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 you see an American Airlines plane just coming towards you, you just gotta have to accept it. I and mean, you see if bombs you, going off in the building next to you. Yeah, if you're about to die, <laughs> wouldn't that be the thing you would be wanted? die doing i, guess. I don't yeah, know honestly. because then like like i always think about like what if there's god and like what if god doesn't want me to have sex <laughs> that's what you're thinking <laughs> like that's I mean, pro that's probably when i was you'd like, have to be like come on dude like <laughs> but like think about it do you think that it's a goddamn break i'm serious like i'm not even trying to like be crazy with this do you think that it's a possibility that something like that was going down there's when a possibility that i guess sure there was yes, yeah, I mean, that is so a thing people. that May happen. That may, I doubt right. it. But you know what you sucks? Think there was also hotels in the in the building. I, I don't care about the hotel. Maybe, maybe even on the plane. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, not so into the mile high Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. No. No. This no. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling me <laughs> that you see a bunch of guys with box cutters saying, "Hey, listen, 
We're hijacking the plane. Well, they can't well, I doubt they the, announced the Saudi it. Arabian. I'm sure they announced it. So either way, you see a bunch of guys with uh, box cutters. You're like, you're like, hey, that lady in 7A looks like a lonely mistress. Uh, we're all going to die. So we might as well just fucking forget about it. Yes. What if, it's the, I mean, what yeah, if somebody like had like the best sex of their lives on that day? They, they probably <laughs> did. Like they're about to die. And then, right, just, the thrill. And then yeah. just blew up. That's the like that is just like insane <laughs> for me to like comprehend. Person? Yeah, I don't. I, I just can't. <laughs> well, here's the thing though. It's not my fault that I'm thinking about this. Are you sure 911 doesn't get you aroused? Because it keeps me. He's writing 911 erotica. <laughs> but it's not just Watch that. Watch in a year. Seamus <laughs> is going to grow up to be a porn director and do 911 based porn. Well, hopefully it doesn't end. The end like, of everyone is just a Michael Bay explosion. No, 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 no. Every, every porn ends like Remember Me with Robert Pattinson where it, where it slowly pans out and it's a September 11, 2001 and you see the <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God that like no, it's gonna the, be the Pentagon. The it's gonna be the Pentagon. No, I, I, that doesn't interest me as much. The Pentagon for some reason you know doesn't. What I'm talking about though, Robert Pattinson. The no, the but at the end of it, it's like a rom com movie, and there's like no point to the entire movie. And at the end of the movie, he's on the phone with the girl, and it slowly pans out, and it says September 11, 2001. He's in the Twin Towers, and that's how it ends. I, like, I wonder, is, is John Crichton out there? No. Oh fuck. I, I want. I kind of wanted to get his opinion on Yo, that. Seamus, I actually have a funny quote hot off the presses to read to you. All right. It, I'm not going to tell you who said it, but you hold can on. Put can it, it do you have like a, anything on the soundboard where it's like like the world news? No, I, you wish you were I dead. Yes. Dun dun. Dun now, dun. Now oh, they God. say I'm immune. Yeah. Now they say I'm immune. I feel so powerful. I'll kiss everyone in the audience. <laughs> I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women and everybody. I'll give you all a beautiful kiss. I, I know for a fact that's Trump. <laughs> Because this I'm guy at his right rally now. in Florida tonight. I'm going right. to tell you this right now, Vince. I'll kiss all of you. He said, Every all, he said I'll kiss you. the guys. Let's let's think about how absurd th th this man is for a, just for a second. And I'm <laughs> not trying to be anti-Trump. I'm not trying to be pro-Trump. I'm just trying to say objectively as a human being, this guy contracted a deadly uh, disease like 10 days ago. And it, it spread virally, right? So this guy thinks it's a great idea that days after he's diagnosed to go do a rally in Florida with thousands of people there. It's on brand. Like, it's, it's completely just, on brand. It just boggles my mind well, a little bit. Does it? A little bit. As we were saying earlier. And then I remember it's Trump and it's like, well, that makes sense. Again, yeah, as we were saying earlier, if people like, if, if someone in the condition of him and Chris Christie can survive this, we have to have a realistic conversation about, you know, why 200,000 people died because I'm sure that a lot not of... stupid rich. Right, right exactly. But here's Less my argument. Realistic. Here's my argument with that. And I, I, saw, I saw a great tweet about it earlier. It was like, well, people are saying if Trump and Christie... Can can beat COVID, right? If they can beat COVID, they're in the high risk uh, bracket. Yeah. Then uh, maybe it's not as bad as it is. But also, two hundred thousand people died. So and apparently it's underreported. So yeah, that's definitely underreported. It's probably closer to four hundred thousand. That's what I think. Maybe not double, but it, 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 it could be double. It's right around two fifty right now, and then probably more so. Obviously, probably another. I'd say three hundred. But think about yeah. people that didn't even go to the hospital. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah I'm with people you. can get tested too. Yeah, but anyway, so these guys were given experimental drugs because they're rich, and they mm -hmm. were. And in Christie's case, and I'm happy he recovered because I don't want to. I don't even like. I don't like him. Like I, I don't want to see anybody die from this, including Trump. 
but like I, I don't want to see anybody sick because gonna, I think I think that's morally wrong to wish ill or death upon any anybody. I'll, that's I'm, just my. I'm going to plead the fifth on this conversation. All right. Well, that's just my opinion. I don't think that it's moral to to wish death or ill will on anybody. Yeah. But I digress. I have opinions, but we can talk off off air. These guys were given uh, experimental drugs and 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 things that other people with no health insurance or shitty health insurance or poor people, all of the above, won't be able to afford. So it's like these guys are benefiting from socialized medicine, whether they know it or not, and they're benefiting from free health care because of their positions. Yeah. And policy-wise, they're like, no, nah, fuck that, all that shit. I, I don't want I don't want to like give health care to Americans. But that's just that's a different story. But yeah, the reason why they recovered is because they're people in power. And stupid money. With stupid money. Trump also yeah. apparently says he's never drank coffee or done any drug or alcohol. But that, here's the thing. I, that is, <laughs> I, I believe the fact that he never had coffee or alcohol. There's no he way he had but, done coke. But there yeah. is, no no, but there is actually evidence out there that Trump, to this day, continues to use uppers. And and there's a great segment of, I forget, it's, a, it's an independent uh, uh, social media political commentator. It's not the Young Turks or anything like that, but it's like a similar like vein. And he exposed... For lack of a better Kyle term. Kyle Kalinske? No, not Kyle. Kyle's great. He is. And I turned you on to him, I'm sure. No, you didn't. Oh, well, I'd like to think that I did. <laughs> this, guy, this guy named Joe Rogan did. Oh, see, but I've known about Kyle Kalinske for years. Like four or five years. But He Kyle, was on Joe Rogan like four or five <laughs> no, years ago. No, he wasn't. It was like two, three years ago, dude. It was a while ago. All right, but I've, okay. I've known about him anyway. for a while. It doesn't matter. But, Kyle Kalinske, uh, hipster. Kyle Kalinske's great. But, um... Shout out Kyle. I would love to get Kyle on the show. Of, you know why? Kyle is a big golf fan. He could talk about golf. Oh, because we okay. love golf here. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing we love to talk about, it's golf. Dude, we wear red on Sundays. What are you talking about? But anyway, somebody said that there's, uh, like, you could tell when Trump's doing a rally or Trump's doing a press conference, sometimes he's extremely jacked up. Like, not like, oh, he's got some energy. No, like fucking jacked the fuck up and his pupils are dilated and he's just fucking a thousand uh, miles an hour and everything's fucking crazy. The hand motions are fucking crazy. I mean, if you think this dude wasn't doing mountains of cocaine in the 80s, you're... No, you're I'm, pool- sa- I'm no, saying I'm saying now. Not you, I'm, I know. Now. I know, but yeah, for just, people that are like, the, he's never done drugs, like, come on. Just the culture of rich people well, in right. New York. Come on. But at the very least, right now, he definitely does Adderall and, yes. and, and also like like some other uppers. Right. Because there was a picture taken in Trump Tower of, of a, one of his desk was open in back of him. Snopes and they, did find that to be false. I know what you're talking I about. I don't think they did. Yes, they did. They did? Yes. With a bunch of Sudafed? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Google it right now. I, I'm saying from Snopes because I was wondering this. Google thing. it. Either way, I, I'm, I still think that Trump definitely does some uppers. Sure, I, I wouldn't yeah, be. I wouldn't and I don't that. care that he does. It doesn't bother me. Joe does too. Who? Joe. Joe. Oh, no. Sleepy Joe. Oh, Joe Biden? <laughs> well, because all of our politicians Joe. are old men on the brink of death. Yeah. Well, Joe Biden Accurate. shouldn't even be running for president, in my opinion. Speaking of the presidential race. I don't think he's race, in any shape I just, be, I just voted for the first time the other day. I mailed in my ballot. You goddamn liberal. Trump's going to come after you, man. You better be careful, man. Oh, oh God. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. We have a report. Do not listen to From the Newsbleeds. Very liberal show. 
Vince. <laughs> very sad ratings. Very sad ratings. Believe me. Right believe me. I, believe me. I go on that show, triple the ratings. I was just on with Rush. I dropped the F-bomb. It was fantastic. Vince mailed in his voting. Philadelphia's canceled. No more Philadelphia votes. V- bad things happen in Philadelphia, and Vince is all part of it. I have multiple reports that Vincent Lobiano mailed his voted four times. He made copies of every single one. Four times, Vince. Oh, but congratulations. Was that the first time you voted? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. Four, oh, it was the first time you voted four times. Yeah. This is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this got, is completely this is completely off topic. But someone oh, on Twitter made a uh, Tom Brenneman like a fake page, like obviously trolling him. And Bleacher Report posted about uh, Dak Prescott's injury, and the first reply. Oh, this is great! Says, oh, God. Tom, it's to, at Tom Brenneman. Prayers of Dak and hopes for a speedy recovery. You just hate to see that as there's a drive. <laughs> Castellanos, that'll be a home run. That'll make it for nothing. Ball game. I think Such a young talent out for the year. You hate to see that. I think that is. The, by the way, that's a great tweet. But I think that is the greatest uh, home run call. It's so no, good. I, it's, I it's, laugh every single time. Oh, it's it, that's never going to get old. I, I read that the uh, the writers for Brock Meyer are pissed. They didn't think about making that a scene in the show. <laughs> I mean, it's just. It's but here's the thing and about then it landed that. Into the judgment it's risky. Zone. It's risky, right? What? Because of the whole like premise of it, like him saying the f word and stuff, and he's apologizing for it. Well, the the concept of the show is this guy's doing like bullshit, yeah, baseball no, league stuff anyone, because mm-hmm. he's a fucker. Yeah, did I you know, guys yeah. all see uh, Bill Burr's SNL monologue? That's yeah, out and of the, the people that are arms? complaining about it are fucking idiots. Well, the people that are complaining about it are the same people he that was would never making, go to a Bill Burr show. They were the people he was making the point about. But like, here's the thing: why would you? complain about something when you're the one that's obviously getting trolled for complaining about shit basically he's like you're proving his point that yes exactly god and and like like the greatest thing ever was bill burr just shitting all over philadelphia sports fans like that is one of my favorite that is an all-time that is one of my favorite things ever because it's so accurate and I'm actually happy that most philadelphia sports fans swallow their pride for a minute and was like yeah that's funny like, I don't know anybody that doesn't think that's funny. Mainly the uh, Joe Frazier point. I well, forget even what he said. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't hear any he, of this. He, so he said, how do you have a statue oh, yeah, of statue a fictional of Rock, character yeah. when Joe Frazier is one of the best boxers alive, born and bred from your city? But that's mm-hmm. just facts. Yes. Like, and, and I hate people that are obsessed with Rocky. I just hate, like, people that are obsessed you're, with Rocky. You're disrespecting my mother. Sucks. You're disrespecting my mother. Well, I mean, she likes the young of the wrestlers, so it cancels it out. But people that are <laughs> just fixated on Rocky, and, like, all, there, there's people on I Twitter would, that talk about Rocky nonstop, and it's fucking bizarre. I wouldn't say I'm fixated on Rocky, but there's, like, I, I mean, I can't pick it's, it's one, a fun, but that's, like, one of my favorite movies ever. It's a fun series. It, it's a fun series, series but when you get to Rocky 37, it's like, all right, well, maybe well, it's, it's a little it's overboard. They went, to Rocky, they went to Rocky 6, now they're on Creed 2. And it was three too many. Like, well, was, the Creed, have you seen the Creed I, movies? I like they're the, very good. I do they're like fantastic. the Creed movies, but I think it makes Philadelphia look like a goddamn shithole, which well, it is. I'm just, well, because it's... <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm just waiting on Rock on Creed three to come out. I don't, they're going to kill Rocky at some point. Those bastards. I hope they do. They're going to do it. They're making another Rambo. I think. Are they? Oh yeah, they didn't they already. <laughs> it's My dad told Last me. Last 
drip of blood or something was the last oh one. They're always God. coming last. My dad told me that they're making a new uh, Passion of the Christ, but it, it, no, <laughs> I'm serious. Like but with it, Trump but is it, Jesus. What's the no, sequel? <laughs> the sequel is the resurrection, dude. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's yeah. So it's going to be less bloody. I would, I would think it's going to be less bloody than the Passion of the Christ. God, no. But no. Mel Gibson. It's going to be a zombie uh, walking uh, around. I'm pretty sure Gibson's a, psy a psychopath. <laughs> so pretty, pretty sure. sure. It, oh, I'm, have, you seen, have you seen the South Park stuff? And he him? might be slightly <laughs> anti-Jewish people. <laughs> when I twist him. Speaking of cringy, unintentional, funny. Oh, God. Material. Yeah, but, like, that's not even funny. What? That's just, like, fucked up. What? The Mel Gibson anti-Semitic rants. Oh, no, it was yeah. just the way he's, like, delivering it. Like, he just sounds like a psychopath talking oh, yeah. to himself. No, it is funny yeah. in a way. But but you know what's really funny is that guy, what the hell is that guy that used to, that he, he's, like, uh, jacked uh, in the fucking Baywatch movies? What the fuck's his name? David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. When he called his daughter, like, a pig and shit like that, <laughs> or, like, a slut, I think he called her. Oh, yeah. That was... Those voicemails were fucking hilarious. I'm pretty sure that they were... I remember watching the roast of David Hasselhoff, and they kept bringing that up. Oh, dude, that's the only thing I would bring up. Yeah, that's a pretty. Easy we haven't shot. had a good roast in a while. Oh, I love. I thought the Trump roast was actually pretty funny. <laughs> with well, uh, no, I mean the like situation like the eating oh. shit. The situation. That was bad. Why was like, he there? <laughs> the situation just bombed because it was twenty. What thirteen? Probably it was like yeah. twenty thirteen. My favorite. The roast of Justin Bieber was a good one. My, it was. That, that was, was decent. Funny. Pete Davidson, even though he makes the same joke. Speaking all the time, of nine eleven, right, <laughs> yeah, really. His what was his joke? He was like, Justin, I always used to like be sad about my dad dying in nine eleven, and then I met your dad, and now I'm glad mine's dead. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he goes ones. like overboard with the whole my dad was killed on nine eleven. Well, the the thing about his was, at least he's a good sport about yeah. it because people like on that roast, like I forget, I think it might have been Sarah Silverman or someone was like, yeah, you know, we got Snoop Dogg here, the only person who can inhale more smoke than Pete Davidson's dad and still live. <laughs> that was great. That is hilarious. Oh, Snoop Dogg actually had a great line. And he was like, yeah, you, you might have, uh, it was something along the lines of, yeah, Donald, you might have like twice the amount of money in your bank account, but I got twice the dick. And then he just <laughs> walked off. Yo, one of the most <laughs> underrated roast That was great. One of the most underrated roast performances, and I know for a fact he didn't write his own jokes, was Blake Griffin at the roast of Caitlyn oh Jenner. God. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was, that was good. What, he, Blake's legit funny though. He he might maybe did, but he was I forget all the jokes, but I know he said uh, on behalf of every rapper and half the NBA, thank you for giving your daughter daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That was a good one. Did he, you ever see uh, Blake Griffin and Jeff Ross roast together? No, Jeff Ross is the goat though. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's him and he's he, not he, the he goat. Hung. He's not he the hung goat with him. He's the second greatest roaster of all time. Don Rickles. Rickles is the OG. <laughs> Charlie Sheen had a good roast too. Oh, he's a psycho. Oh, he was great. That now that th was that's fantastic. another thing I find joy in other people's misery is when he went on the whole Tiger Blood shit. Uh, winning. I got Tiger Blood winning. By, I'm not bipolar. I'm <laughs> by winning. Like that whole sh that whole thing was amazing. Wait, Vince, do you remember when Seamus for his birthday wanted to have a roast of Seamus Doyle? I did, and I kind of still There's want no, that. And you, you complain about it for that. Time we're in here. You were that's bitch like, and moan. This is literally like the yeah. office. Episode. This is Michael Scott in the office right now you want it until you, <laughs> you get look it like and then you're gonna right cry about it. <laughs> yeah. 
I wouldn't cry about it. Yeah, you would. You'd, you'd, your feelings if, would be well, hurt. Well, no. See, here's the thing. Well, you I, wanted I to feel... get drunk and do it. If you were drunk, you would get angry and cry. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Absolutely. No. Seamus, you were an angry no, drunk. No. <laughs> if I stayed on beer and I didn't move over to liquor, knowing for a fact that, like, Shavis. all right, people are going to talk shit on me, I would be able to mentally prepare you're for that. You're an angry drunk. Michael Scott would be him. able to mentally Michael prepare Scott for that. Michael Scott was saying this kind of stuff all throughout that episode of The <laughs> I am not a, an angry drunk. I'm not. There's like three examples that you have. Issue. I I, I feel like I've never seen an angry drunk. Uh, because I'm always oh happy when God. I'm around you. No, he's an angry drunk. No, dude. Ev- it's whenever him I'm and Pat not. get into it when the two of them are drunk together. That's it. That's why though. you don't see them drunk together all that much. Because but, but, <laughs> like one the of them only yells thing. at the other, and then all of a sudden, like, there's a fist fight, and I'm picking Seamus up and throwing him through a wall. But also, that has nothing to do with the corner. That has nothing to do with drinking because we do that anyway. Like we we no, do it's that just extra all aggressive the time when you're when you're drinking. But also, I think and I like the wrong place, wrong time. But I know for fact that most of the time when i'm drinking i have a great time like that's i and i'm not angry it, it depends on the people that i'm around like if when i'm around him and you except like sometimes with you pat's there so it's like whatever <laughs> but when i'm with like vince and and like everything's like going great like i'm a very happy guy like i have fun and then he puts on obscure rap artists and i get angry <laughs> and then he starts obscure? yelling at everyone like what <laughs> i don't know like pop smoke or, or i don't know He's obscure. Oh, you mean the guy that you posted on your story a couple weeks like ago when Vince, when Vince showed him to no, you? No, I was thinking no. of I was thinking of Lil Peep, which is totally different. I like Lil Peep. Mm. I know you do. Mm. You never gave Lil Peep a chance. I didn't. I had a roommate that strictly listened to Lil Peep. So that's I mean, I wouldn't even know. Is he now he's like a, a serial killer? You know or? who it is? No, he died. He died. Oh well, that makes too much sense. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, you know no, what's Peep's dead. You know what's weird? Like this guy Perino. Like he actually looks like I. I going back to nine eleven. <laughs> He actually Let's looks. Circle back to what's important. He <laughs> actually looks like one of the hijackers on 911. I swear he to does, God, no, no, he, he does. no, he, he genuinely does. does. He does. It's hilarious. I forget which one it is, and that's not. I'm not being racist. I'm. I'm just saying he literally. He, if you, yeah, he actually if does. I brought this guy in here, if I brought this guy in here and showed him a picture of of and oh, showed you a so picture funny. of this uh, hijacker, no, we used to give him shit for it. It's you okay. would you would be like, holy shit, is that your father? Lord, carry us now. <laughs> so he looks like a 911 hijacker. And oh my god! You got god. paradise. Looks like the Boston bomber. Yeah, he does. <laughs> we got some great friends. <laughs> yeah. Then we got Pat. That my brother just looks like generic white male. Yeah, is basically what he looks like. Every time you look like. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> Especially when you get your skinhead haircut and you look like straight out of Delco. And the chin strap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the chin strap. Yeah. yeah. Thank God he shaved that. I missed the chin strap. I like strap. that he unbuttoned the one button. Because he yeah, told me to. When we first walked in, Seamus was fully buttoned up. And I'm looking at him. I'm going, Seamus, why are you fully buttoned up? Did you forget to tie? Like, <laughs> so what What did you do before this? Before you came in studio? Do you want to know like everything? Or? Yes. All right. So I woke in great up. detail. I woke up at like two. O- uh, no. I woke up at like nine. I had some coffee. <laughs> I listened to some Irish music with my dad. I lift. I lifted weight. I've been lifting again. Oh. Um, I did some curls for girls, and I did a few push-ups. I took a shower. I changed into like a t-shirt and basketball shorts, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking get dressed up. So I go into my brother's closet. <laughs> and I look, and I look for like a button-down shirt because I don't have any of that shit. All the button-down shirts that I have are like from when I was three hundred pounds, so oh, they're all like four XL, and they look like a dress on me, and they're down to my feet. I was like, "How the hell did I fit into this?" You were not. You were a four XL. Oh, three X. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
three. Yeah. Yeah. Those were different times, my wow. friend. Those were different times. Good for you. Yep. Anyway, so you took me back to a bad place, Taylor. So it's about the progress. I got dressed up. I put on my dad's jeans because again, I don't have jeans that fit Period? me anymore. Oh, my, my no, my dad's like a size. 30. When when did when was the weight sustainably oh, cut? A while ago, three years ago. He now? Has, yeah, he and he has yet to replace his old clothes. Well, I'm a very busy guy. No. No, you're not. I'm not. Three years to not update your wardrobe? I'm not vain. Well, the funny thing is, There's a difference between vain and taking to, shit out of your brother and father's closet. You know I'm going to get in trouble. Hold on. You know what's kind of funny about this, is too? Did your dad listen to this? No, neither of them listen to it. They don't No, if, it. if this show um. was called, like, <laughs> QAnon, he would listen to it. <laughs> no, so the funniest part about this is that um, after we would go to, before COVID happened, we would go to this place in Casey's in Drexel Hill, and afterwards, when I just had a little bit of a buzz, we would go to Kohl's, and we'd fuck around in Kohl's, and just look and see what, what, what uh, Philly sports stuff they had on sale. There but is James nothing. would be walking around, looking at everything, and be like, dude, you need some new clothes, you should probably buy something. Go, no, 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 I don't. There is nothing, <laughs> by the way, there is nothing in the world that I love to do more than drinking three Bud Lights at the Casey's and going to Kohl's. That sounds terrible. It's it, so it is funny. so no, much hilarious. fun. It is when so much fun. When you get a nice fun. little buzz, you're just walking around Kohl's, just fucking around with and people. It's full, fantastic. And you just ate some great food, and then you go to Kohl's with like a little buzz, and you have your jewels so you can get a little head high, and you're walking <laughs> around the Kohl's, and you're having fun, and you're just fucking around. That is a great time. That was pre-COVID, of course. Because the mask... See, here's the problem. I'm all for masks. I think you should wear masks. I think it protects people. Most protect guys hang out with women when they're doing this. Not yeah, not at Kohl's. Yeah. See, we're, we're gay together. Oh, uh, this is a, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Drop but, the sound bite. No but, no, but seriously, that is some of the best time that I've ever had is it? in my life. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you need to get out more then. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, what am I going well, to do, see, Vince? Vince? Here's the problem. What do you he want works me to do? at 9 o'clock the next morning, so he doesn't want to go too hard. I can't go too hard. <laughs> Come on now. You work. When, when, when are you off work? How every many? other Saturday and every other Sunday. You work that much? Yes. And I'm off Monday. He actually does. God bless. He legitimately works Well, you don't much. work Monday through Friday? I do work Monday through Friday, right, but so I'm off. so that's the exact same thing. I'm off every Saturday and Sunday. Well, that would be a normal job, yeah. Yeah. But I don't work in an, I, I work in an essential business, damn it. I work in the union. Yeah, good for you. That's why you should be a Bruce Springsteen fan, because guess what? If you turn on true. some of his shit from the 80s, you'll be like, holy shit, he's singing about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got to the factory today, and my old lady's giving me shit. I'm going to have a beer after work in the USA. <laughs> Working in the That's factory in Jersey line across the Jersey shore with my Jersey girl going down the shore, going to Wildwood tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Going to Hansbury Park on a stone pony. Gone. Take a load off Annie on a different song. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, take days. a load off Annie. <laughs> By the way, next week, I want our intro, if it's okay with Vince, which whatever sure. you're about to say, I'm sure it won't be okay, but you can do it if you want. So the <laughs> last the last week, I've been going through like a, I guess it's a little more than a week now. A transformation? I've been going through <laughs> a... Insane, like Elton John, like oh kid. right, <laughs> like insane. And I've, I, I used to li listen to Elton John a little bit, like years. Elton John's another one that I don't know many songs. years ago. <laughs> I know Crocodile yes, Rock, and that's about it. A so, tiny dancer, Yellow Brick Road. Can you put on? Um, can you put on a little sample? Sad song, say so don't much. Put, please do not. I am put obsessed it on. with no. this song. Good. I think no. I know three Elton it's John songs. It's not a good song. Tiny oh, Crocodile, Crocodile, Rock. Crocodile Rock, Circle of Life, dude. 
Crocodile Rock's one of my favorite so, songs. Yeah, Lion King. The Lion, the Lion King, King song? He sings that? Yeah. He, he did the soundtrack. Well, to be fair, I didn't know that either. But Whatever. I remember when Rock was young. Me and I Susie mean, had so much fun. The Lion King is one of the best soundtracks Holding ever. heads at Skimmit Stones. That's a great song. Can You song. Feel the Love the Night is the best Disney song ever. Hot take. But anyway, mm. hold on. Hold on. Yeah, that's fine. But <laughs> I, I, next week, I want to do Philadelphia Better Freedom. Better than Bruce song. Philadelphia Freedom. You is know that, that song? John song? Well, I live and breathe this Philadelphia <laughs> Freedom. You know what's John, hilarious? John that he just said that? that? Yeah. Yep. Okay. You know what's hilarious that he just said that? Because on the way here, I said, you should do Philadelphia Freedom. And he goes, no, 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 no. I don't like that one for the, for the intro. <laughs> I but like, now what? I do. <laughs> I enjoy that song. The so duality. Of I him. love Elton John. I really do. He's great. Yeah. He's I, I think he's fucking amazing. Yeah. And it's weird because me and Pat were at Barnaby's the other day for lunch. We usually go to oh, on Wednesday night. Oh, this is a different time. At <laughs> Every Wednesday night, because I, I get a, I get done work at early on. Frequent Barnaby's. I get <laughs> done regulars. work. I get done work early on the on Wednesdays. So we go to Barnaby's for for dinner. Me and Pat, and it's always a great time because I'm in love with this one waitress that works there. But, yeah, it's, you know, that's her name. Uh, that's, I don't know. He that's, doesn't even know. <laughs> I actually hate her. It's like I don't know. It's a, it's a, like, it's I a hate whole her. Thing. I hate so, her too. She hold on. She forgot to give him a coke one time when he asked for a coke, and <laughs> ever since he claims to hate her, but he's also in love with her because she's a nice butt. Okay. okay no, well. <laughs> she also is beautiful and she's sweet. No. How, how much do you love going to this place? I love it. It's I absolutely love. Like, is, is it your favorite go-to spot? Yes. Yes. Would you risk not being able to look her in the face if you wrote your number on the receipt? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, because I've I've thought we about did it. We did it last time I've, we were there. Didn't we? No, I didn't do oh, it. No, that was short. I was, I was, was looking. I was looking for a pen the last time, and that's why he was like, "Up, oh, should have paid with a credit card." Yep. No, literally, he was going to do it last time. Yeah, I, oh, I have no problem I mentioned doing that. How, I mentioned how our friend the week and before walking back in there, if she doesn't call you. Uh, I don't care. She was write your okay. number and write. How do you like them apples? Do some little goodwill hunting. All right, maybe I will do that. But going back to this, Elton John is connected to this story. <laughs> yes, yes. So we're, we're sitting down. We're having dinner. It's a great time. Elton John walks in. Tiny Dancer comes on or some shit like that. And I'm like, oh, shit, Tiny Dancer. All of a sudden, I hear, this, reaction. I hear this lady just wailing, wailing away singing Tiny Dancer. <laughs> and she looked exactly she like looked Elton John. Like, <laughs> like exactly. Like she had one earring. She had, so the, she had the short hair. And she was built like Elton John. It was and hilarious. she looked like Elton John. Was dude. she British? No, no, I don't know. I wish. I have no idea. Was it Elton John? straight out though. But this lady, you could tell it was like a... Like she, she went for happy like hour, <laughs> she was hammered, and she was like, "Hold me close, they're tiny dance." And it's like no, no, she, no. the best part was she get she was getting the lyrics like she was on a completely different part of the song yeah. than what was actually playing, and she's time. just belting it out. And, I, and her friends sitting across from her, literally crying, laughing, tears streaming down her face, taking a video of her, and she's just playing to the crowd. And they were both it was in, fantastic. They were both in scrubs, by the way. Oh they, yeah, they, they, they were, they were probably like, up at the hospital right next to bars. They worked in like the healthcare industry, so I, I thought that was hilarious, and I wanted to go up to her and ask for an autograph but i thought that that would be slightly inappropriate yes because i really thought that it was elton john for a half a second dude i went to uh i went out to eat on friday like out to eat and drink uh you know mark he, he was with me i love mark uh we were shout out mark so we were paying we were outside and we <laughs> wanted to go inside because it was cold and wanted to watch the game inside so we get our tab we're paying it and, like everyone's kind of going around calculating what they owe and this waitress must have had somewhere to be because she was 
impatient about it. She comes over to Mark and as like the third time, she's like, "Can you not count or something?" Like I swear to God, she said that. She said that to Mark. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, surprised Mark was, didn't hit her over the head. No, she like tried to play it off as a joke. She's like, "Can you not do math?" And like, we, I, like knowing Mark, I'm surprised he didn't like like. Like, get extremely upset. No one commented on it. Then 20 minutes later, he was just like, so what the fuck was that about? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny as shit. I, I would not fuck around with Mark. He's a very frightening man. But he's a great guy. And I enjoy him. Great. I have known nothing about him. I, <laughs> right. <laughs> I would have him on the show, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. Probably cool. not. <laughs> he's played football. He could talk about football. He he yeah. I mean, in high school, he went to college, and then he got a concussion. Ooh, a high school football player, one big, big yeah. student athlete. Well, yeah. sorry, Taylor, I don't have the connections that you have. <laughs> what connections do I have? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting here with you, schmucks. <laughs> Being connections. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Us schmucks. Meanwhile, we're we're, we're going to overtake Rogan within a year, and. All of a sudden, I'll remember what you just said. I I will remember what you just said, and I will be like, we need another producer. Go ahead. And then I won't be allowed (laughs) to get another producer because John's going to be one of these. Nah, Tower's my guy, man. Exactly. Uh, Tower Tower lives and breathes. Well, Seamus, uh, where where, where Taylor goes, me and Pat go. True. Boom. That's like the... I've always wanted my own show. Where I go, you go. (laughs) Right. Where Pat goes, you have to go because you don't have any other rides. Because you don't drop. Walked right into that one. <laughs> Look at no. him. <laughs> no Usually response. he'd be coming back. No response. The one time he could shut him up. I don't see the humor in that. <laughs> and you, you Yo, think you, you can take no a roast. You have no excuse to not get your license. No. Wait, wait, you he think you can handle a roast and you can take that joke? Well, I'll be blitzed out of my mind for the roast. Well, that's worse. Yeah, I would argue that's <laughs> a way worse idea. You're going to be emotional. Taylor, by the way. Not to change the subject. <laughs> yeah. You want to change the subject. Go but ahead. I kind of want to like, like, since you're my producer, right? And I don't mean <laughs> that like I'm going to be gay. I don't mean that like I'm above <laughs> you, but to be fair, without me, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have this job probably. But yeah. Yeah. You, you did. You did all the six years of work. That, nah, yeah. Obviously that's a joke and looks like you can't handle humor either. But, um, <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is I've been working with you for how long now? Like two, three years. Yeah. So, I th- and this is like pre-COVID. We never hung out together outside of the studio. <laughs> do, you and I know, w- do you want to know how many people I work with that I've hung out with outside of work? How many? None. But like, can that change today or? I don't see my regular friends enough, so. I think he's asking you on a date. <laughs> yeah. He well, like, he, I just, he told me I, I, here. I do. I do mean that sincerely. Like if I saw my friends on a regular basis and it wasn't weird COVID shit. Yes. All right. So maybe after COVID. Yeah. So in like three years, we'll go to a bar together and we'll watch the Eagles. You want to come to Barnaby's this but Sunday? I you work every Barnaby's. Sunday. He won't be there. He's working, but you can come with us. Oh, the dad. Can you imagine how upset he would be? Vince, I, you can come we, too. We could send him a selfie while he's at work. Like, hey, just the boys getting together for the birds. I would dive right into the fryer. I, would be, <laughs> I think you would walk out. I think he'd you would quit, quit his job. I think quit he would his quit. job. That, that, would, <laughs> that would be the final straw. That would be the breaking point, probably. <laughs> Damn it, I can't take it anymore. Oh, God. Taylor's with the boys. <laughs> How about uh, 215 Live having uh, John Barchard on today? How about that? Yeah. How about How them about apples? He's still here. How about them apples? He's literally still here. Yeah, well, he's going to come on my show next week. Is well, he? that's not unconfirmed. <laughs> don't you don't, go out promising things. I don't give a damn. He's coming on my show. 
our, our show. I mean, he's, he's also, still there. You also, Chris Hansen is probably going to come <laughs> oh, on. Oh, there it is. Like, <laughs> there it is. We went, we went almost a couple weeks without mentioning that guy. Yo, like, we're going to get a Ouija board, too. We're going to get Don Rickles and Regis in here. <laughs> I need to meet Regis. I need to re- meet Regis. <laughs> well, you're and a little I know he's. I know he's dead, <laughs> but like... If Kobe can smile down on Lakers fans, like Twitter would tell you that he's doing right now, oh, please stop. Unconfirmed, please by the stop. way, <laughs> it's unconfirmed that Kobe Bryant even knows that they won a championship <laughs> yesterday. I doubt it. But if he does somehow, and he's like smiling over uh, Lakers Nation, like maybe Regis is smiling over me. Maybe that's possible. I think if can, anything, he's smiling can we, over Kelly. Can we close on this? Yeah. Yeah. Can James, please. Any, Shame, please. Seamus, I, I want to close on this. Give me a, your top three favorite humans to ever exist. Dom Rickles. In, in order? No, not in order. Okay. Dom Rickles, Bruce Springsteen, Regis Philbin. I wasn't sure if Regis was making the cut. Regis made I'm the cut. I'm honestly surprised Regis made the cut. I mean, I, I does, assume does that Regis my parents... Drive no you Phillies, let me, let me, no <laughs> athlete. <laughs> no. Top tw- does Kane Callis fall in the top 20? <laughs> uh, no. He He's definitely in the top 50. All right, I can, can I, can I give you a top 10 real quick? Yeah. And this is excluding family because... Believe it or not, I love my family more than I love anything. So that's a serious thing. Okay. But like, as far as like athletes or musicians go or favorite all-time people. Pe- yeah, famous people. Regis, Rickles, Springsteen. Okay. Is that, okay, that's like That's the tier. big three. Yeah, that, that's tier. the big three. Yeah. Is that in order? Uh, Dr. John. Who's Dr. John? Dr. John is a I singer. Go. Is that like your... Is a singer go, from go, New Orleans. Oh, I thought that was like your pediatrician uh, or something. Jack <laughs> <No. laughs> you, you ever hear the song Ico Ico? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, Dr. John. He's the guy. Uh, so random. <clears throat> yep. Harry Callis, number five, I would say. Okay. Uh, Mick Jagger? No, 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 no. Really? No. Uh, Boz Skaggs, Lido Shuffle. Boz, yeah. I love Boz. Lido. Yeah. Dan Baker? Uh, Dan Baker's in the top ten for sure. <laughs> Dan Baker, Harry Callis, Chase Utley, Mike Schmidt are in the top 10. Yeah. And Merrill Reese is in the top, like, 100. <laughs> I don't care that much about him. Well, that just seemed unnecessary. That was completely random. Uh, it's just, Where do I fall? Howard Stern's up there. I said famous Howard people. Stern's I'm, definitely I'm top 20, I would say. Okay. He does love um, Howard. That's true. I love Howard. He's also uh, a huge Askin fan. I hate Howard Eskin. <laughs> with a, a lot pro- of a lot of old white guys. <laughs> uh, see, yeah, Seamus, I'd like to see some diversity on your list, <laughs> or just not old and white and male. Right, do you like any young people? He's a boomer. No, but I, I will also tell you that Marvin Gaye is in my top twenty. Okay, and probably Martin Luther King is in my top twenty. And probably David Phelps is in my top. <laughs> David Phelps is in my top fifty, and Wilson Valdez is also one of my favorite human beings to ever live. Wasn't he like just terrible for the Phillies, right? Yeah, but he pitched yeah, in a game. Pitched, he pitched. In a game. He pitched one game. Yeah, no, remember, remember, it was like the what, the twentieth inning. And he, they had no one else. It was like four o'clock in the morning. I think and Dan Wilson ba- Valdez closed the game out. Dan, Dan Baker was like now pitching for the Phillies. Third baseman Wilson. <laughs> Literally. Literally. There's no way Dan Baker was that energized that late in the game. Oh, uh, I dude, think Dan listen, Baker listen. does some offers. <laughs> oh, yeah. That dude's, that dude's like Donald Trump circa 1981. He's a very tiny he, man. He is like Donald Trump when he was banging. I've never seen what he looks like. He's he's a Neither little, I, little guy with a booming voice. I'm going to look at Meryl Reese. Yeah. No, Dan Baker's not that little. I mean, he's not tall. No, he's not. Have you met him? <laughs> yes. Okay. I met I met Dan Baker in, in the Hall of Fame club, and I also met Ricky Batalico in the Hall of Fame yes. club. 
Good for you. And, oh, Ri- and Ricky Batalica, by the way, I'm pretty sure was fucking plastered out of his mind. That's good. I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, he's probably drinking his misery way. Probably. That guy's always angry. Ricky Bo is always just pissed off. Always. <laughs> any uh, any closing notes for you, Seamus? I don't know. I think I feel like I'm just getting started today. <laughs> well, sadly, it has to come to an end. Anything you want to leave us on? It's a great episode of From the Nosebleeds, powered by Last Out Media. Taylor, thank you so much for, for being our guest today. I really had a great time with you. Yo, somebody keep Taylor on aux. We should take Taylor to like our parties. Just have him on I aux. Agree. Just constant. How many times Tom can you Petty. say Taylor in one sentence? Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. <laughs> See you guys. Oh, you're also named after Taylor Pork Roll, aren't you? Monday. <laughs> James Taylor. Ew. No, I hate James Taylor. All right, good night. It's alright if you don't I'm not afraid of you running away, honey I get the feeling